Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome <laughs> to the Red Ben TV. It is the Deep Dive. I'm joined by Josh Williams for this one. Uh, we are going to be talking about how to replace Mo Salah. Uh, better tell jokes he wasn't in the room. I've got rid of the board so he doesn't need to worry about that. Um, we're going to be talking about him. To start off with though, we've got to talk about the potential games that Mo is going to miss. Uh, so of course we've got Arsenal FA Cup 7th of January. We've got Fulham Carabao Cup uh, 10th of January. Bournemouth away 21st of January in the league. Fulham again in the Carabao Cup 24th of January. If they progress Egypt to the semi-finals, he'll likely miss Chelsea on the 31st of January and Arsenal on the 4th of February. And looking at their group, it's likely that they progress. Um, whether they progress to the semi-finals, another question. If they progress to the final, you can add Burnley at home on the 10th of February to the, as the seventh game that he could miss which means he should be back for Brentford uh, on the 17th. The final is on the 11th of February. Um, so he could miss seven games while Liverpool play, um, while, while he could play a maximum of seven games as well. And he will. And he will. He'll and he probably minute. wouldn't play seven games for us in that spell. Yeah, he'll play every minute, probably including extra time and everything if he gets to it. So, yeah, that'll be, that'll be good. Um, and he's already our top minutes played of everybody on the season as well. Yeah, just to add to add that in. I mean, based on what you've said there, we need them to go out before the semis. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah, you know, pretty so, much. I mean, I think we can get through the games beforehand because they're not. For it, first of all, three of them are domestic cup games, and and second, the the only league cup, the only league game is uh, is Bournemouth. Bournemouth are looking really good to be fair. Playing really well. It's got yeah. lots of goals at the moment. In fact, if you look back over the form table for the last ten games, they, they, them and us are the top two, I think. Yeah, they look they look really good, yeah, to be fair to Solanke's flying as well, isn't he? Um Absolutely. but if he if he progresses beyond that, obviously Chelsea and Arsenal's a bit more of a problem and they're both league games as well. Um one after the other. Arsenal especially, you know. I think Chelsea at home we probably have enough for, but Arsenal away, you could do with most out of that like. So, Absolutely. and it's going to be tricky to to come up with a plan to kind of cope without him in a tactical sense because I don't I think a lot of people will probably clamour for signs to be made. I can't see it happening. We'll probably do it internally, and there's just no. I mean, it goes without saying, but there's, there's no obvious successor for him in the spot that he plays in to deliver what he's been delivering. Absolutely. I mean, like, like look, you know, it could be that. Had Ben Doak not picked up an injury, he might have been involved in the Carabao Cup games at, at some point, but that's not going to be an option now. I think the five players, potentially six players that we're looking at to cover for Mo in some way are Darwin Nunes, Jota, Gakpo, Diaz, Elliot, and potentially Soberslai. But 
you know, he might have a hamstring injury. Well, he has a hamstring problem. We don't know how long he's going to be out for. That actually impacts maybe Harvey Elliott's availability to play on the right-hand side as well. Yeah. So we should probably talk about that. Before we did the, or before you looked at the agenda, in your mind's eye, you've probably been looking at this for a month, two months, thinking ahead. What did you think a month ago Liverpool's plan would be and what do you think it is now? So I've, I've kind of had three plans in my head. Um, the first has been Jota, because he's the most two-footed player in the squad, one of the most two-footed players in the league. Uh, I think he's similar in a sense that he's just a poacher, likes to get in the goals. I don't think he's as creative necessarily, but he he's not too different. Basically, he can threaten him behind and stuff like that. Uh, so I think Jota's been an option. I think Elliot is an option because he's left-footed. So he, I think he's the only left-footed in the squad, not a left-back. Uh, if you exclude Salah. So Elliot's an option there. I think he's played there for Blackburn, he's played there at times for Liverpool, you know, when, when Salah's been substituted or whatever, or in domestic cups. Mm-hmm. And to be fair to Elliot, I think he's looked he's looked decent when he's been involved so far this season. Well against West Ham he was absolutely superb in the cup, playing yeah. on the right wing. Yeah, and I think the other one for me would have been Sobuslag. I think he's also got experience out there. A bit more of a different take though, he's not particularly left footed at all. Very right side dominance. I think he didn't he, he didn't interpret that more as like a maybe when De Bruyne plays over there and he, he just whipping crosses in and maybe a bit more of a bit more of a Beckham presence almost. And we yeah. we've kind of got that in trend, so I don't know how, how much that would have worked, but I think that would have been an option if he hadn't got injured, picked up the hamstring injury. And now, obviously, with seeing Nunes moved out to the left-hand side and seeing a bit more of Gakpo playing the nine over the last couple of weeks, and then seeing Darwin go back in the nine. Mm. What are the sort of options as you see it? Like, let's lay it down. Well, I think Nunes is the closest to Salah in terms of hoovering up so much of what happens in the final third and, and being a real like monster when it comes to just product and just doing things that actually matter when it comes to winning the game, uh, getting shots away, creating chances. So I think Nunes hopefully will have to shoulder a fair bit of the of the heavy lifting when it comes to like um, delivering for the team and, and, and getting those shots in Salah's absence which which won't be easy mm-hmm. I don't think Nunes will play on the right though I can't yeah. see that happening I don't overly like him to be honest on the left but but it, it depends on the system though if, if we're playing the false nine system with Gakpo dropping deeper absolutely Nunes is, is your man for the left if we're playing the inverted fullback system Nunes has to be the nine for me because the the wide players are a lot more, you know, a bit, bit more of an emphasis on like 1v1s. The nines a bit more stay in the box, put the ball in the net, do what Haaland does. You don't have to drop as deeper because you've got the 2-8 playing as number 10s, basically. So, yeah, it really depends. There's so many different ways in which we can do it. Um, to be fair, we've got a, a group of five high-quality forwards. Um, obviously, we're losing one in Salah. It's just a shame that the, the other four... They all want the left side, don't they? No, no one really wants to play on the right. No, you haven't mentioned Diaz on the right hand side yet. Yeah, I'd, I can't overly see it. I think he could probably do a job over there, and I think he's played very few minutes over there at times. I just view him as more of a player who who, who he just looks more suited to the left, mm-hmm. um, driving inside. You can tell just by the way he angles his body. It's it's similar with Gravenberg. Um, it was similar with Naby Keita, I think. They all sort of point towards the D. Yeah, yeah. They? They're all kind of just kind of diagonal in the way that they look 
um, and, and you kind of drive towards the penalty spot. Whereas if you're on, it's like similar with me, for example. Like if I play football, I I, I am right-footed, and I. I drive forward with the ball kind of pushing it forward with the outside of my foot. If I was to play on the right side, which I have at times, you're just a lot more reliance on your, your individual burst of pace to beat your man. And it's crosses into the... Oh, you have Oh, I'm trying to imagine you burst and past the man. Yeah, well, a little bit too descriptive there to be saying burst and past the man, but <laughs> maybe ten years ago, like. Um, Come on, you're nearly crazy now, like. It, it, it's you're a, still burst and past lads on the far side. It's a completely different dynamic, though, isn't it? It's a completely different dynamic when you're playing on the left compared to the right. Yeah, if, you, if you're right-footed, uh, and not, not everyone can do it, and that's why I think Jota can, because Jota's got that two-footed element to him, so. He's not limited as much as me. I think my, I think my, my, I've convinced myself that it's going to be Jota. By yeah, the way. yeah, yeah. Um, that might be what Klopp's priming him for because he didn't start the last game, did he? And he's played, he's come on as a sub. Um, it would, it wouldn't, you know, surprise me if now that Endo's gone and Salah's gone, McAllister comes back in and Jota comes back in as starters because of necessity almost. Yeah, I think even just you think about. The goal where Jota plays it to Salah and Salah crosses it from the weekends. Yeah. Like that run inside is everything you need from a wide player. Now, of course, he's got Salah on his outside still, mm. but it's a great sort of little one two, isn't it? And, you know, driving into the box. And I, I wondered whether it was just a little bit of a, a precursor to what we're going to see. Now, one of the things I wanted to just quickly look at was. Um, have a look at some of the stats of some of the forward players and stuff um, to see who was maybe the most like Salah. And the problem that I think I found is there isn't... Yeah, I'll put is. it in the middle there. I'll put it in Go the middle, on. mate. There isn't really anybody who is like Salah. You could mix, I think, if you look at it in terms of... Let's take these... Yeah, let's put the pay 90 stats on. We're on FB ref as we, as we always are. And if I go down to the shots more than anything... Um, shots per 90. So, right, Darwin Nunes has a lot of shots. Jota has a lot of shots, very similar to, to Mo Salah. But in terms of something like progressive carries, Jota, the highest with Salah again. So similar in that regard. But in terms of progressive passes, like Salah's still one of the top ones, but Jota's the complete... Yeah, bottom that, of them and stuff you need to meld almost two players together to get Salah yeah I think Jota sorry Salah is basically Jota and Elliot combined in a way I think Elliot's got the kind of creative playmaker element to his game he's not particularly quick though doesn't threaten him behind a block um, but does see passes whereas I think Jota is the poacher who does threaten him behind the block wants the goals but doesn't connect the play as well and, and doesn't create as many chances and things like that. One thing I am surprised about there is the number of shots Elliot's taken. Yeah. Elliot's shooting more than anybody except Nunes in the entire squad by the looks of it, unless Sobos lies up there as well. Yeah, I've only this is a comparison between just these players. Yeah. So but that uh, is interesting. It, it is high, but it's also the smallest data sample, as in 4.690s compared to 12.4 for Nunes. Plus, um, but he has had a lot of shots, to be fair. Like, Plus, a lot of them, I'm getting it up now, but a lot of them will be from outside the box. And that's generally not what you want, and it's generally not what so much what Salah does. Let's uh, have a look. So, <laughs> yeah, nearly all of them. Yeah. You can see this, but on, a, on his understat, there's like two in the, there's, in the box. There's and, two. 
two in the penalty box and all of the others are kind of they're not great shooting locations to be fair I think he scored one of them actually didn't he against uh, Palace was he uh, but other than that yeah the, the, the kind of shooting look basically Anthony <laughs> you know yeah. Anthony from Man United yeah, it's, yeah. it's very that kind of spot where you just seeing an opening and having a goal but so if we were to say do you think Jota's the most likely replacement on the right hand side as well yeah so if you got Jota there are you keeping Nunes and Diaz I think Diaz offers us the most width out of the forwards for me and I think we're going to need that because we, we don't have a left back at the minute Jota is going to come inside even more so than Salah Nunes obviously is already in the middle anyway Um I think Jones is helping with the width thing a little bit by drifting that wide. Yeah. I think if we play Elliot in Soboslai's place, Elliot will also help with that, drifting out wide at times. So, yeah, that's probably what I'd do, I think. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I think that, that that's exactly how I fell down. There was another reason that I fell down on Jota, Diaz, Nunes. Um, I wasn't really thinking about the width of him, you know, so that point makes perfect sense. Mine was, you are missing your best player. And if you move Diaz to there, or you start moving Nunes to the left more often, or something else mad, like keep two the same if you can. Mm. Because why change all fucking three when you know you're probably going to have to change one of the eights, yeah. Elliot for Sobberslai? And that Sobberslai thing does, does make a difference. Because I do think Harvey Elliott would be in this conversation and a lot higher up in, this, in our thoughts if we weren't worried about... Sobberslai being injured with a hamstring injury because yeah. he's he has to play somewhere there I think because we haven't really got any right-sided eights apart from Harvey Elliott you would you would suggest yeah one well, outside the box shout as well that you could probably throw in there is because of the the attacking difference that Salah makes on his own like the the kind of burden that he carries losing that is a big hit obviously so one of the ways in which you could just get around that in like a almost like a data sense is just by playing four forwards to, yeah. to compensate the, the amazing level of one of the the three that you usually play to get what I mean so rather than playing like Nunes um, Salah and, and Diaz to, to compensate for the loss of Salah you include Jota and Gakpo in some way and have four forwards on the pitch hopefully you can keep it, your yeah, you're kind of keeping the aggregate the same if you see what I mean um, but then how you would do that I'm not sure because Gakpo hasn't looked great as an 8 so far for me this season uh, and I don't think it's worth like full on changing systems to like 4 4 or anything like that I think we should mostly keep what we're doing the same um, if, if possible even though we've lost Salah uh, I don't think you need to kind of rip it up for the sake of a month I don't think well that's it isn't that. it I mean you play Jota on the left and you play Nunes in the middle and maybe Elliot on the right that's your whole yeah, it's, it's a whole. It's, everything's changed, hasn't it? So yeah. it's almost like what's the path of least resistance here? Throw Jota in. Jota likes to get in the box and score goals. Mo likes to get in the shot in the box and score goals. Mm. Jota's the most two-footed of the, the the forward players who play on the left hand side. So that makes more sense. Harvey's probably likely to be using the middle. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. 
only from Rustolium. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak, and quick dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. One thing I did think was quite interesting here was on the analyst.com. Uh, and I was looking at the team style comparison and I was starting to sort of think about how Liverpool play. Now, you know, the big outlier here, of course, is this is passes per sequence um, and direct speed. So it's how quickly you move the ball up the field um, to either end in a shot in the box or a touch in the box or a shot and how many passes per sequence on average you have. Mm. So slow and intricate, the real outlier just above Josh's head here is uh, <laughs> Manchester City in the bottom right-hand corner. Right there, yeah. Uh, beautifully done. Um, Liverpool is in its own outlier here because they keep the ball for a long time. Was that sixth best in the league, you would guess? But are also the quickest team at going from the back to the front yeah. in the entire league. More so than the long ball side, Everton, even. Um, which is <laughs> bag, isn't it, really? It's interesting that though, isn't it? Yeah. That, and that's what I would put down as absolute like fifty percent Jurgen Klopp's philosophy and fifty percent Perplinder's influence. Yeah. I think that's that's a proper like indicator that of like that the influence of Linders as a possession based coach who's kind of like, you know, Dutch heritage and all that stuff. And the full throttle nature that has always been associated with Klopp's game and Liverpool finding a way to be successful by incorporating the two and merging them together. It's true that, and, and it is where I'm going to bring it back to the show that we're we're, we're on now and we're talking about. Does Harvey Elliott help this? I think he would probably bring the direct speed down, do you think? Yeah, that's and, what my uh, thinking was. And make it a bit more methodical, a bit more controlling, which isn't a bad thing, and I think... I actually think Elliot could benefit Nunes if Elliot was to play on the right and, and and adopt that kind of playmaker role rather than you know obsessing over goals. It could just give Nunes. I mean, I was going to say could give him more chances, but you can't really get much more than what he's currently getting. And Salah's been providing for him a fair bit, but I think Elliot could could benefit Nunes in in, in that way because um, Nunes is that that nine who who just wants all the attacks to run through him. And Elliot's the type of forward who seems to me willing to just... Yeah, he just seems to be willing to, to kind of allow that to happen, really, where Salah, obviously, we know Salah wants goals. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one final thing I wanted to sort of have a little look at. I was looking at um, the, st uh, the stats for the entire season so far for forward players, Josh. Obviously, in terms of XG, Erling Haaland... Uh, got the most in terms of goals he's got the same amount of Mo Salah you can see their XG right at the top there very very similar to each other one thing I did bring up is non-penalty expected goals uh, minus where is it non-penalty goals minus their XG to see how they were performing so you can see Son is performing better than anybody compared to his XG in the league which 
It does every season, basically. Yeah, it does. Um, you can see the two top scorers will be there or thereabouts in the middle somewhere. Because Salah's like minus 0.3 now because of the penalty miss. And I think Erling Haaland's very, very close. Can you see Salah at minus 0.3 yet? Um, let's have a look. I'll bring it back to the top and I'll just do it versus XG there. Right, there you go. Goals minus XG. Yeah. So yeah. Haaland's actually underperforming slightly. Salah's underperforming slightly. Um, if I bring that stat back up and I go the other way round, are you surprised that Darwin Nunes is the second most profligate striker in the Premier League <laughs> yeah. compared to XG after Dominic Calvert-Lewin? No, absolutely not surprised, to be honest. It's sad, isn't it? But it's, it's weird. It really is weird because in his final season at Benfica, it was the opposite. It was completely different. Uh, he was, I think, the most clinical striker in Europe's top six leagues, with uh, I think he converted something like 30, 31% of his, of his shots into goals or something like that. I think he overperformed expected goals by about seven. And I, I think a lot of it at the minute, I actually think his finishing against Newcastle was decent. Yeah, there, there was the one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. The others I can make peace with. Yeah. I don't think they're a problem, any, any of the others, but the one on one is obviously. Yeah, I think to an extent, the Pravka performed to a decent level, and it was one of them for me where the, the finishing narratives obviously gathering steam and that, but I, I think he's also on top of the, the not great finishing at the minute. He, it's also he's unlucky. Mm. I do think, even despite his finishing, most strikers would have more goals now than, than what he's gotten. It's just a shame because it, it's getting it's borderline funny at the minute. Like it, it's such a coin flip for him at this point. It, it's just landing on the tails every time, and <laughs> it's just. It's, it's Here's one for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it away. We're gonna play a challenge, Josh. <laughs> um, for this players, is, this was not planned. This. Uh, this is definitely not planned. Who is the player with the? And you can put this on the screen for everybody, Joe. The player with the uh, the highest shot on target percentage in the squad, they have to have had a shot, obviously. You could have more than one shot, though. Yeah. How many? Two. How many shots have we took? Two. Yeah. If he's clever, he'd be looking at the screen in front of us, but he's <laughs> not. <laughs> Go ahead. Andy uh, Robertson. Is it Andy Robertson? Yeah. Andy Robertson has a hundred percent shot on target percentage. What's interesting though, I've just played devil's advocate with myself here. Darwin Nunes has 41% of his shots on target. Jogo Jota, the classic finisher, 37.5% of his shots on target. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I don't think Nunes has been anywhere near as bad as people have made out when it comes to his finishing. I just think sometimes, like hitting the woodwork is, for me, that's one of them. That's just, it's really unlucky that you're talking inches there between. I'm getting criticised and I'm getting praised. You know, it's it's for me that's too that's too fickle for me. That's that's just unlucky. And I think he's hit the woodwork more than anybody all season. They they just over time once he stops thinking about it, if you just keep playing them. Like one of the shows we did recently was you kind of asking me how long did you give him and that. But I I would just keep playing them until he figures it out because I, I do think it's coming. I, I, it's hard not to. Um, not to be in that camp when you're looking on his numbers like that. Shoots more than anybody in the entire league. 
his expected goals is really good. Um, he's really busy threatening him behind. Nightmare for defenders. Keep playing him. The goals will come. Hopefully they come when Salah's not here. <laughs> well, that, that that is exactly what we need. Did yeah. you ever watch the TV programme Community? No. Okay, this is going to go over your head. I'm going to do this for anybody who watched the, watched the TV show Community, which is one of the funniest comedies that you're ever going to see. Uh, it's absolutely brilliant until season six. Um, but <laughs> Abed in that is in a psychological experiment where they basically just leave them in a room for as long as they, they just don't tell them why they're there. They just keep going back in and going, we'll be a little while, we'll be a little while. And Abed lasts like 36 hours just sat there. And that is going to be you, Josh, waiting for Darwin Nunes to click oh. into gear. And everybody else is left kicking and screaming and crying and all this type of stuff. And Josh is just going to be sat there going, he's going to click soon, don't worry about it. And I hope you're right, Josh, I really do. Do you, do you know what I, what I can throw at that? I haven't, seen, I haven't seen Community, but have you seen the... The Fresh Prince meme, Will Smith stu yeah. stood in the room on his own. Yeah. When everyone's moved out, that yeah. that, that feels a bit like me at the minute. Yeah, and like that, the last kind of supporter for him, uh, willing him to to do well. But I do think it's coming. It's not based on that. It's it's based on it's not based on blind faith. You know, it's based on uh, the analytics behind it and uh, the science behind it. Hopefully, in, in that like, if you keep getting the shots, the goals tend to follow. It's just not so much the case with them at the minute you do you know what I, I said this on the podcast yesterday I referenced the, the show we did on Darwin Nunes and you definitely softened my sort of opinion on it is that like the, the movement getting into those positions I looked at those chances that you know he missed three of the five big chances uh, at the weekend and there was only one of them where I was really angry about it like he he definitely is in the right position. He has the opportunities. You'd hope that you could put somebody else in there and get those same opportunities, but it's a risk because they might not. Yeah. Um, it like, is wild. Look, look at them, mate. Like, I I, obviously, the, the viewers can't see that, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking at understat here just to look at a shot map for this season alone. They are, they are great shots in terms of the locations of them and that. And I mean, that doesn't offer a great insight into his, his finishing, to be fair, because... Uh, go down, yeah, go down, and then oh, put the season in there. Uh, but the, the number of red shots in there, that the number of red ones, that's him completely missing the target, which isn't great. Uh, but they, they're they're good shots. They're they're good shooting. They're locations. in the area where you want them to be. Yeah, they're, you... they're all central. They're all you know relatively close to goal and things like that. Pen spots. Players who get shots like that score. But he's just, he, he's got far fewer than we'd expect so far. And my general prediction, if I'd never seen him play, I'd look at that and I'd be like, right, in a couple of weeks, in a couple of months, he'll have a real hot streak. Everyone will change the narrative on him. Everyone will love him. But he won't actually have been doing anything different yeah. apart from the last action of putting the ball in the net. But everything else is staying the same. He, he, he will start getting goals because that's that's the process is good basically no I like it okay brilliant well there you go that has been uh, how we replace Mo Salah it seems to be that we both think Diogo Jota is going to do a job on that right hand side which is quite interesting um, or Harvey Elliott or Harvey Elliott yeah. but that, that's dependent on Sobersley 
Yeah, I think because yeah. if Sabasai's fit, Harvey looked so good against West Ham, and it was just a different interpretation of the role because Salah doesn't use his pace in quite the same way when we've got Nunes to run in behind. Salah's yeah. not the running behind guy anymore, is he? So Harvey's allowed to drift inside and look for those passes and stuff. So yeah, uh, absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much for for listening, for watching, uh, for joining me today, Josh. Excuse me. Uh, we'll see you next time on the detail. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.